Hey there, this is Connor with a couple quick notes before we get to the proper episode. Uh, For starters, this was a longer recording session, a little behind the scenes. We usually do one recording session and I split it into two episodes. This one was a little bit longer, so instead of having two really long episodes, uh, I'm going to have three shorter episodes from this one, so... Uh, just, just expect that. Um, also life's been kind of hectic lately and, you know, editing these things takes time. So that sounds like a good option for me and I hope you don't mind. Uh, second thing to note, um, I got a really nice new microphone or a pretty nice new microphone anyway, um, which you heard in the last couple of sessions, but for this one, this recording session, uh, I didn't realize that Audacity no, actually, it wasn't Audacity's fault. It was NVIDIA Broadcast's fault. Uh, I was using my webcam mic, <laughs> and I didn't realize until it was too late. So, yeah, I do apologize for the audio quality on this one. It's, it's perfectly intelligible. It's fine. It's just not quite as nice as I would like it. But it should not be a huge problem. And thank you again for your patience, and please enjoy the episode. Hey all, welcome back to Ensuing Confusion, an actual play RPG podcast where we are deep into our customized scum and villainy campaign. I am your game master and producer, Connor Sheridan. Uh, Today I am joined by, starting at noon on the good old Google Meet, uh, Kitty playing Quell the Mystic. Hello there. Uh, Tony playing Augustine the Speaker. Hello. Catherine playing Gadget the Mechanic. Hey, thanks for joining us today. One of these days I'm going to say Mechanic the Gadget, but (laughs) not today. Uh, That's my cousin. (laughs) uh, Ed Cleric playing Myriad the Muscle. I am the muscle. (laughs) So muscular. Uh, And yes, we are we are ensuing confusion, and you can listen to us on all kinds of places now. Just as a reminder, you can go to ensuingconfusion.pine. No, yeah, yeah, okay. Ensuingconfusion.pinecast.co to find our our podcast uh, page. You can listen to all our episodes there. You can find our RSS RSS feed there. Um, You can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts and on Spotify. Uh, And if you listen to us through any of those services, please drop us a review so it makes it a little bit easier for other folks to find us and tell your friends, of course. (laughs) So today we're picking right back up on the lush, very tree-filled, arboreal, you might say, Landberg of uh, Arbalon, the uh, home of, well, maybe distant home, once home of Myriad Star Spindle. Uh, and uh, after your arrival, um, you were immediately greeted, kind of suspiciously quickly greeted, actually, by the uh, <laughs> by uh, an Arbalon elder named Ogash uh, Arna. Was it Arna? 
Arna, Arna yes. Yarn Spinner. Arna Yarn Spinner, um, who immediately took Myriad to task about some maybe smuggling-esque activities that they'd done <laughs> on the Landberg in their past, maybe. Um, but hey, perfect opportunity to, you know, kind of make good with the community because, well, after you left, they had to keep poaching. I said, I said smuggling, I meant poaching. Uh, they, they basically didn't have much of a choice, but to keep the trade going or else other people were going to come and start wrecking up the place. Uh, and the, the team that they had to do that before their leader got injured. So, yeah, great opportunity for Myriad to just slide right back in and, and make everything good with more poaching. <laughs> That's the ultimate message here. Um, and last time we had gotten through one round of everybody's downtime as you were kind of getting settled in on Arbalon before you, you all had your various work assignments to pick up the next day. Because if you live there, you work there. But um, it uh, does seem to be good living. Uh, and... I think we can pick up at the end of your, your first evening there um, when you're getting settled in um, in the, the basically the one guest uh, estate, guest house, guest apartment. You probably call it like a condo up in the trees. I don't know. Condo sounds nice. Um, and you're all getting settled in your various quarters. Um, and I think the thing that catches your eye, Gadget, is that Chalice is starting to get settled. Um <laughs> And they're, you know, starting to unpack a little bit. They're opening up their chest. Uh, and if you'll remember last time, you um, mm -hmm. you had a little nose through that chest. Uh, so I'm going to make a fortune roll to see how thorough. Because <laughs> it, it was, it, to, to, you know, to your benefit, it was pretty buried down there, the thing that you took out. Mm -hmm. uh, the little case that you took out. Um but we'll see how deep Chalice goes with this one. Let's see. I think a good result. Yeah, a good result for them would be looking uh, looking more closely. Okay, I got a five, so that's a good result, but not a great. So I think mm -hmm. what happens here is that you notice them kind of push some things aside. And then it seems like they're starting to look like they're like, wait a minute. Uh, and they dig a little deeper, but then they realize that they're kind of like, they're not alone in the room, right? So they realize mm -hmm. they kind of think better about, you know, really just digging into this luggage and finding this thing, which it's becoming clear to you, they don't want everybody to see. <laughs> um, and they just kind of quietly spread the clothes back over it. Uh, they take out, you know, their, their little dop kit <laughs> so they can brush their teeth or what have you. Um, and they, uh, they go about their business with the rest of the night. Thankfully, our captain gave us, uh, their blessings to go through everybody's stuff because as long as they said that we should treat our guests the way that we want to be treated... And I always assume that people are spying on me, so glad glad Captain's on board uh, with our shenanigans. As long as Chalice doesn't suspect it's us, or maybe they think that they misplaced the item, we're in the clear. Nothing to worry about for today. Catch us up. What did you take out of their chest? Um, 
we found in Chalice's crate a, a very small, a, a very small um, item. We haven't examined it yet. Yeah, it's like it wasn't like super small. It was like it was basically like a little like tache case. Mm-hmm. Oh no! All right, and and Quell wasn't even there for that. That is just me, the player, not remembering <laughs> what the heck you did. I remember the the riling through the belongings. Right, <laughs> that was myriad and gadget, uh, yeah. mostly gadget. Myriad was more like, <laughs> yeah, okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'll stand here. No, you take this. I'm not holding on to it. <laughs> That's right. And and Augustine and Quell were upstairs being treated to uh, to Chalice's wonderful essay that won an award in high school. <laughs> yep. The equivalent of high school, yeah. <laughs> um, and I think Chalice now is basically... Um, there's there's enough bedding here for you all to like have pretty comfortable digs. I'm sure much more comfortable than the cargo nets of the beluga. Um, Chalice is kind of sitting back on their bed and like kind of nibbling on their thumbnail like anxiously, um, kind of like looking at the chest every now and then. Oh no, you stole the equivalent of their Pulp Fiction briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and uh, yeah, unless anybody else has anything that they think they'd do in their first night here in Arvalon, we can uh, zoom ahead to the next day where you can kind of narrate uh, your first day at work and your following downtime actions. Mm-hmm. Now, Myriad, you have a special work assignment, but don't worry, you still have another downtime action that you can take too. Okay. Does Quell notice that that Chalice seems... I don't know, a little on edge or uneasy or preoccupied because Quell has been feeling like pretty protective of Chalice, you know, ever since Quell, you know, dressed Chalice up to ensure that Chalice wasn't caught by the the authorities. Quell has kind of taken Chalice under her wing and has been kind of keeping an eye on her a little bit like maybe a a, a big sister or something like that. Mm Does she notice that there's anything off with them? Uh, I mean, I think Chalice is trying to cover it, but it's not. They're not. They're not very good at it. So, <laughs> if you're paying much attention to Chalice at all, then you'd probably notice that they're acting a little weird. Sure. All right. I would probably come on over to Chalice's bunk and say, "Hey, uh, you want to head outside? I think I saw a really interesting looking." Moth, maybe? (laughs) (laughs) And Quell makes a face like, I literally don't know what anything is on this planet, but moth sounds good. I'm trying to think if Chalice has seen Lax at this point, and I guess probably not. So (laughs) (laughs) Uh, they they take the the tip of their thumb out of their mouth and they do that little like thing. Uh, And they're like, oh... Yeah, yeah, a moth. That sounds that sounds cool. Let's go see it. Do you know what a moth is? Well, <laughs> yes, but I'm assuming that if you're telling me about it, it's going to be cool. <laughs> yes, everything I do is cool. Come with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Most of the most of the things you've done so far have been pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> and then get up and follow you. So. Uh, once we're outside, I take Chalice aside. I don't know if there's 
know, there's been some walkways, maybe little verandas, things like that. I don't go mm-hmm. too far, but I try to find a place that's not surrounded by people um, mm-hmm. because I want to chat with, with Chalice fairly privately. So I say, mm-hmm. after I, I get them to that point, I say, what's going on? Uh, just to set the scene a little bit, what is what do the treetops of Arbalon look like at night, Myriad? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, they sort of, I mean, like at night, night or like it's probably like, like late evening at this point. Late evening, okay. So late evening, it's sort of like a treetop urban life mm-hmm. city. It's not like deserted. There's people walking around um, mm-hmm. because. Even though it's shaded by the canopy, there's still light fixtures that are made of probably the bioluminescent bugs and other creatures. (laughs) Um, So it's not like crowded, crowded, but it's like a city. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah, so there's there's a little bit of that... that, um bustle but you can probably retreat to you know you're on trees so they have like those natural can't really think what you'd call them on a tree indentations mm-hmm. um uh, which with you know like lit by a few of those little lanterns you can find a spot to sit down pretty close to your uh your quarters which i think are a little bit higher up in the canopy because they're like a level or two below where the beluga is landed like you could probably throw a rock and hit the beluga from here um, but you wouldn't want to do that because you might, you know, its hull is already actually a little damaged. So, <laughs> right, right. So, you know, we're sitting there gazing out over the wilds of Arbalan, you know, the bioluminescent bugs or fungus or whatever is giving us light, glowing gently behind us, uh, you know, gazing down at, I don't know, mushroom fields or something. And watching the bungee babies plummet past, laughing. (laughs) 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 Only to be brought back up. (laughs) Totally safe, because this is completely normal. (laughs) And, uh, yeah. Quell turns and looks at Chalice and says, You're acting weird. What's going on? (laughs) Oh, uh... No, I... They stop, uh, and they kind of lean back against the tree, and they fold their arms. Uh, I think I might have lost something important. Oh, no. Where do you think it got lost? I don't know. The last time I looked, it it was there. It was in my trunk. Um, But it's it's not there anymore. And Quell just kind of makes that face. (laughs) That face that indicates... Hmm, that's curious. It was in your chunk, and now it's lost. Huh. Mm -hmm. And you don't have a hole in your trunk, do you? I mean, I didn't check the bottom, but I think stuff probably would have fallen out on the way. No, I I think the trunk's still in in decent shape. Hmm. Well, uh, you know what? I'm really lucky. There is a reason they call me Quell Quick Call, and it's because I'm really good at finding things. So tell me what I'm looking for, and I bet you all go find it. And they they open their mouth a few times that are like clearly 
they want to tell you something, but they're like having second and third and fourth and fifth thoughts. <laughs> um, and I think eventually they're like, okay, I, um, yeah, yeah, no, you've, you've done nothing to make me think that I can't trust you. This is something that, um, I brought from home, um, it actually wasn't really up to me to bring it from home, but um, my my warden basin ever cleansing really wanted me to to take it. Um, it's it's a little case, um, and inside there's some canisters. Uh, and they have fluid in it. We we call it filter. We call we call them filters. P H I L T E R S. Um, and it's really important that they don't just get lost and that people don't just find them because I could be in a lot of trouble. All right. Uh, Quell fixes Chalice with a, a level gaze because Quell's had a lot of practice being an older sibling to many, many, many various urchins, you know, mm-hmm. living with the mother of many, and says, so we're looking for a case some little vials in them that you call filters and well of course says it like you would say an air filter because <laughs> Paul doesn't use fancy words like filter mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh and it's like so and you'd be in trouble if you lost them well I don't want you to be in trouble and you said you had to bring them even though that wasn't really up to you what do they do there you well, by themselves, they just kind of... It would be easier to just show you, um, but I can't show you if I can't find them. Okay. Uh, are they dangerous? I don't think so. Uh... Well, okay, if you used them all at once, it would probably be dangerous. Well, do you drink them? Do you eat them? Do you... Use them in other ways, and well, kind of makes a weird face. Yeah, they they absorb through um, gosh, oh yeah, mucous membranes. So most people drink them. Uh, you can inhale them. Uh, I heard about some people, you know, using them other ways, but that, uh... <laughs> no, I wouldn't I do that. I, that doesn't seem like my <laughs> thing. Um, but no judgment. I, I... I wasn't saying it was. I just wanted to get a sense of what I was working with. So is it a drug? And when Quell asks that, she's like, because that's no big deal. I mean, have you met Augustine? (laughs) (laughs) A drug. A drug. You mean like medicine? Uh, Like any kind of substance that you could ingest or otherwise put in your body that affects how your body and or mind functions. Yeah, sort of. Okay. Well, I'm going to go look for your case, and I want you to relax because you look like you are all wound up, and we need to get a good (laughs) night's sleep before we go uh, doing whatever we're supposed to be doing tomorrow, hopefully not getting killed. (laughs) I don't see why we'd get killed. This this Landberg seems really nice. <laughs> I've heard it's really nice up here. There's a, probably a reason why nobody goes down on the forest floor, though. 
at least for not very long. That's a good we'll point. We'll be fine. And, and Quell gives Chalice a hearty clap on the on the back, you know, like a don't you worry about it. And uh, it's like, all right, let's head back in. Okay. Thanks, Quell. You're uh, you're welcome. I'm, look, I I'll find it. Don't worry. Quick call <laughs> at the rescue. <laughs> and uh, stands up, brushes off the the butt of her britches. Her, you know, you know, even though they're they're hopelessly dirty at this point. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like, let's go, let's go, Chalice. We'll be great. It's good. It's all gonna be great. Nothing wrong here. <laughs> all right. Yeah. They... <laughs> They stand up and they take a look and they kind of they kind of breathe in and it seems like this is the first time they're really smelling the night air here because they're just so preoccupied before and they're just like it smells really good up here. Yeah, yeah, it is nice here. All right, and uh, Quill's like, if you want to stay out here a little while longer, that should be fine. Just keep an eye on yourself. I think everything everybody here is probably on the up and up for the most part. I'd avoid that uh that elder. They seemed intense. Real <laughs> intense. Maybe they could use a filter. <laughs> oh no, I think that would have the opposite effect. <laughs> oh. Okay. So it's that kind of medicine. Well I mean, <laughs> it doesn't like I said, it would be easier to show you. Got it. Okay. Well, I'm heading in. Come in when you're ready. Don't stay out too late. You got to get some good sleep. Okay. I will. And if uh, if Chalice doesn't follow me in, if they don't follow me in... Uh, I think they'll linger for when, a moment. Yeah. Okay. When I come in, because I, I know who wasn't up there listening to the uh, essay <laughs> with me and Augustine, <laughs> I, I, I just look very pointedly at my two beloved crewmates <laughs> and it's like when we get a chance I want to chat with you two I could use some help finding something that's missing <laughs> <laughs> and then Quell kicks back on her bunk or wherever <laughs> she's sleeping pile of blankets doesn't really matter I don't have anything <laughs> Augustine, you know that Myriad's not lying. I know. <laughs> Does Gadget say anything in response or just like busily keep going to bed? <laughs> well, Quell, I don't want to lie to you. So I'm not. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I mean, Quell's not going to cause a big scene because that's <laughs> not how she rolls. That's not her, her deal. But she she's now fairly certain she has some idea of what has happened to the, the missing items. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, if you're not going to press it any further... Then we can uh, pull back as um, I was thinking about I was thinking about the sun, and it always seemed kind of boring that we just had a sun that rose. So what if instead of like a sun that you know rises and sets, it's always fixed in one place, 
but this world has a couple moons that like regularly eclipse it and create like a day-night cycle that way okay how's that sound i like that how long do the do the eclipses last for I think it probably varies, right? So, like, one night, maybe it'll be just, like, four or five hours, and then the next night it'll be, like, 10 or 12. Got it. Got it. Fascinating. All that right. sounds like a my sleep schedule in real life. <laughs> Sorry, what'd you say? I said that sounds like my sleep schedule in real life. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's what, <laughs> that's what it's inspired by. No. Um. <laughs> you know, I really love to think that maybe there's seasons where there's short eclipses and seasons where there's long eclipses depending on how quickly the moons orbit mm-hmm. and so uh that would be interesting to see how that would play out in arborlon's like history and uh you know agriculture etc mm-hmm. and catherine i'll say that there are at least two moons but yes. i'm leaving room for more moons if i need them <laughs> <laughs> multi-moons <laughs> multi-moon bonus so um, our- Augustine's downtime activity is to start a long-term project to travel to the moon. (laughs) (laughs) Which moon? I'm building a rocket ship. Well, (laughs) Wick to point out that nobody's actually ever been on the moon before. Oh, God. (laughs) I mean, to your knowledge, that's not a conspiracy theory. That's just just facts. (laughs) Oh, no. I was going to say, this time you physically want to go to the moon, Augustine, not just through the help of various substances. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I think we're going to open up um, and let's see. Myriad, let's do let's do uh, a scene with you first so that you can have a little time if you want to change what you pick with your downtime activities. Um, Arna told you to get in touch with Shad, right? To kind of learn more about the assignment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Your old pal Shad. My um, old pal Shad. And I think you Last know... Last name D. Uh, I think you know where, where Air Shop is. Um, they use A, Air, M pronouns. It's, it's like, they, they're them, but without the T-H. Um, and... I think... I don't know. Uh, I guess I'm kind of pitching this to you live. Like, maybe A left with you, or even soon before you, or, like, after you, and you, you probably, like, had some misadventures, you know, in your time outside of Arbalon, but A came back before you did. Partially because, like, they weren't, you know, maybe wanted. Um, but I think I think it would be cool if they also had, like, a good deal of experience outside of Arbalon, but they just decided to come home. Shad uses A M air pronouns. Yep. Uh, and I think you know the way to air shop like straight away. It's, That's the shad, um, the shad shop. The, the shad shop, which the shot up. which the cheeky teens call a shot up, because <laughs> it just has the D and the P <laughs> on top of each other in the in the sign. Uh, and I think it really bothers Shad, but Shad just thinks it's funny. Um, <laughs> um and yeah you can you can step inside you know the the doorbell will will jingle and i think uh it it smells like you remember you know like like 
oil and, and carbon fiber. I don't know. Does carbon fiber have a smell? In our world, it does. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, like well-used tools. I think this is... Shad is a weapon dealer, as it says on your on your sheet. But, like, their passion is uh, adaptive equipment. They kind of do weapons to pay the bills. So I think they made your cane. Um, and they make, you know, they make chairs. They make various prostheses. Um, or sorry, I'm already doing that. They make chairs. They make various prostheses. Um, and sometimes there's some crossover <laughs> between the, <laughs> both sides of the, of the business, as you've already demonstrated with your cane. Um so really, they're an orthotist and prosthetist made weapons dealer. Yes. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Love it. Um, and, you know, they probably like do some, or they probably do some exporting to uh, keep selling, selling some of their product uh, beyond the Landberg. Because there is some commerce between, outside of um, Arbalon, just not a ton. Uh and yeah, you you open the door and A just seem delighted to see you, and they're like, they're like myriad star spindle in the flesh. Oh, shod. <laughs> I mean, I'm uh, I'm not gonna lie. I knew you were coming. Arna told me. Yeah, I've I've got a job for you and all that BS, but <sighs> it's just so good to see you. You know, I wasn't really planning to come back, and I wasn't expecting to see you, but it's <laughs> it's pretty good to see you, too. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Arna, is, they always keep an eye on the, on the semaphore buoys, so they keep a good idea of what's going on in the rest of the vast, and uh, when they saw your ship coming up, uh, gears started turning in that little old head of theirs. I'm sure. Anyway, what's new? Oh, what's new? Well, the shop's back together. Business is pretty good. Um, you know, the I gotta. Oh, you're gonna think I'm a sell about sell out, but I gotta deal with Azimuth Distribution. They um they're the they're the big game in town when it comes to you know Innerberg Commerce. So. I'm selling into them. They're selling around the Landbergs, and I'm making a decent living. Um, they mostly pick up the weapons, but uh, I've also got been taking some special orders for the for the equipment. So, yeah, it's good. How about you? Uh, I've been having an adventurous time around the vast. <laughs> I'd say. My friends and I have picked up a culinary reputation. <laughs> Arna mentioned something about that, and I didn't really know what they meant. I mean, Augustine has some, like, ways with the herbs and spices that just complement the meat so well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Augustine, that's that's the one that uh, all the operators seem kind of kind of keen on. Yeah, <laughs> he's a very they're a very likable likable fella. <laughs> uh, and they just grin and say, "Well, 
I'm sure whoever you decide to start running with has got to be some some good and interesting folks. Oh, by the way, do you do you need any adjustments on that? Uh, and they point to your cane. Um, I hold up my cane. I'm like, well, it's a little, it's a little beat up. I kind of played a little shuffleboard with some kids and <laughs> pull vaulted off a ship into another ship. It's if you if you could make a few, just like tune up a little. Of course, of course, yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> that sounds like pretty typical wear and tear for period star spindle. Uh, ha- have a seat, and I'll uh, I'll fill you in on Arna's ask. Well, I. Well, I give this a quick fix up. Did you um, just say Arna's yeah, they... ass? That's really rude. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the less said about Arna's ass, the better. Arna's <laughs> ask, however, I'll be happy to fill you in on. And yeah, I think as you as you sit, they'll they'll fill you in. I think. Um, you know, it's it's been a while since you left, and it kind of took some time for the the exotic meat and skins trade to become so demanding that Arbalon had to, you know, kind of pick it up itself. Um, and some other people rose to fill it in your absence. Um, Shad mentions that there is kind of an open secret. People still don't really talk about it. It's not one of the work assignments that you can take um, or that you can be given. Um, but, you know, like the elders know about it. Some of the more key and uh, lay folks know about it. Um, but people who don't want to know about don't need to know about it. Uh, and the the crew that had been handling it um, were injured recently because they um, they got a, a big order in and they kind of went for more they could chew. Um, and now that big order uh, is going to be coming due in a little, probably like a little under a week at this point, because I think I said it was about a week um, last last night in game. Um, they're they're not actually sure who the the buyer is, but they know that they're paying well. Um, they want to use the standard drop off point, and they need they have some very specific requests. Um, and I think they'll uh, it'll give them to you. Um, it's you tell me. It's some of the most rare and delicate and dangerous animals. And they want a, a good amount of it, like enough to probably feed, um, like enough to, you know, do several rounds of a buffet worth. Hmm. So we've got the obvious moose buffalo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, we which we have already discussed will gore you if you if you don't uh-huh. shoot it straight on um <laughs> as you're doing this i'm going to start building the clocks for this job <laughs> raging muffalo uh-huh. um we've got armadillo bears mm-hmm. um but you don't kill the armadillo bears you just have to somehow get the milk from them <laughs> oh lord um, there's cougar snakes. <laughs> <laughs> Moose buffalo, armadillo bears, and cougar snakes. All right, I think three is enough. But uh, if you had any others that you were like, oh, no, wait, I actually wanted that one instead. Um, 
I definitely the thing about the thing about cougar snakes is that you have to get their tongue without killing them. Oh lord! Because their tongues regenerate. (laughs) (laughs) But cougar snakes, you can only get their adult tongues because cougar snakes don't reproduce quickly enough for there to be a lot of cougar snake population. Oh, okay. So even even as a poacher, you still kind of have sustainability in mind. Yes. <laughs> That's the cool. bottom line. You have to have more of what you want to sell to make money on it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I think, yeah, it, it gets done kind of like, they, they probably have like a little manifest there that they've had written down for them. Probably that Arna made out for their, for M. Uh, and A handed to you. And yeah, it is for uh, a butchel of moose buffalo meat, a uh, stack of, oh no, wait, um, 10, 10, no, 10 barrels. That's a lot. Oh, Four barrels of armadillo vor milk. Um, <laughs> and. <laughs> it's okay. They, How many they, bears are we going to be milking? Do they have they give, a, they give a lot of milk. <laughs> just laden like... with milk <laughs> yeah you're don't worry about it too much um <laughs> <laughs> uh and then fif- uh, 15 knots of cougar snake tongue oh. <laughs> like nautical knots um, <laughs> <laughs> but you, it's it's because you tie them up into knots so they, they dry out nice like <laughs> like garlic knots <laughs> Oh no! Oh, mm-hmm. no! Okay. Oh, oh goodness! <laughs> let me uh, let me fill out the clocks properly. Moose buffalo meat, mert meat, uh, armadillo boar milk, and it was boar, not bear, right? No, it's bear. Oh, it's bear. Oh well. Again, I want to know how we're milking them. <laughs> That, you know what? You could take any... It's up to you to decide the action. i just tell you the position and effect. <laughs> you know what? I'm really glad that I have those nimble fingers good for lifting goods, because they're going to help me with the milking. I'm sure of it. <laughs> yep, for sure. Um, and you finish up with it, and you just say, uh, yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a big shipment, but if anybody can do it, it's you. Oh, and you'll you'll be you'll be paid, of course. Um, and I think uh, a look at kind of the other side part of the shipment where Arna kind of arranged some payment. And let's see, I think for a job like this, you would get. Uh, I think or like the, I think you know, as a poacher, <laughs> the market rate for this would probably be like eight or nine cred, but Arna is offering you six cred because you know. Who's art is mad at you? <laughs> Rightfully so. <laughs> Arna is like, this is asshole tax. Oh, I'm sorry. I probably shouldn't say that on the stream. <laughs> if it is an explicit rated stream, you can swear some. Uh, but you can't say calamity. Yeah, that's what we decided. Or island. <laughs> oh, calamity is a no go. Uh, what else was there? There were several that I was not allowed to say. <laughs> I feel like we're completely ruining the point of not saying them by listing them. Uh, <laughs> but 
Yeah. So, uh, do you have any questions or anything for Shot after they get done running running all that down for you? Um, not really. <laughs> oh, Shot, do you want to come with? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not my gambit. You might be able to uh, scare up some of the folks who are who were involved before and didn't get injured. Um, if you wanted to try to do that. Um, or I guess you could ask your friends if they want to help. Uh, I don't know how much they know about hunting and trapping. I mean, I scared them with the moose buffalo, but... <laughs> that might not be a great setup for this. <laughs> I'm sure they'll come with me anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I'll run support here. Let me know if you need any special equipment or anything. I'd be happy to help with that. But um, no, I'm not going to the forest floor. All right. You stay here nice and safe in your little shot up. <laughs> <laughs> no, you shot up. Uh, and they a grin and uh, put one last finishing torque uh, on your on Myriad's cane and toss it back to you. I catch it with one hand, spin it around and like, like fake whack him but like stop like within an inch of his head <laughs> and then place it firmly on the ground mm. uh, and I think this you've probably like done this like a dozen times before when you were traveling together and, and they just know not even to like bat an eyelash uh, <laughs> and it just chuckle and just says <laughs> uh, good to have old myriad star spindle back on our blonde Especially because it means I don't have to do this. <laughs> All right, Shad, see you around. That's real love. When they're like, I'm glad you're here so you can do the stuff I don't want to do. That's family. Mm-hmm. That's Italian. <laughs> um, That's Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> they're there to do the things you don't want to do. <laughs> um. I'm actually, oh, there's there's three tick clocks. Wow, look at that. That looks cool. Yeah, I think I'm actually going to have those three be three tick clocks instead of four tick clocks, since there are three of them. Um, and that's a total of nine ticks. But uh, I'm just going to put the clocks over it, because I don't want to have to redo the label. <laughs> um, and it looks cool. So, whatever. <laughs> 